0: From St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas, this is the 5 o'clock, a weekly podcast of our Sunday 5 p.m. service. I'm Patrick Miller, the rector of St. Mark's. Welcome. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In Holy Week, we confront the horrid dysfunction of the church the family of God. We confess our complicity in violent speech and deed. We acknowledge our exploitation of our neighbors. We admit our guilt in marring the image of God in ourselves by disregarding it in others. This is not only on a national and political level, but it is also on a personal level. In Holy Week, we confess before the cross those moments where we have betrayed God and those we love, unkind words, unseemly stares, physical and spiritual wounds, lies, as well as thoughts directed at neighbor, mother, son, brother, and friend. The great Catholic theologian, St. Thomas Aquinas, did not believe that Jesus had to suffer and die for God to reconcile us to himself, but that it was fitting that he did so because it demonstrated both the extent of our human capacity for evil and the depth of God's love for us in the face of that evil. Jesus witnessed physical and spiritual agony. The most sensitive parts of his body were pierced and mauled, and yet his death would come by suffocation more so than loss of blood, as his inability to withstand the pain of keeping himself upright would cause his chest to collapse upon his lungs. There is a reason the Roman statesman Cicero called crucifixion the most cruel form of capital punishment. And yet, As gruesome as his physical torture, Jesus' spiritual agony, too, must have been more profound. Abandoned by his friends, grieved at his mother's anguish, and feeling deserted by God his father, Jesus, in the fullness of his humanity, repeats the cry of the psalmist, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I wonder as Jesus suffered doubt, despair, and physical trauma according to his humanity, then did he also perceive, according to his divinity, the evil that would be perpetuated by those who claim to be followers of God in the centuries to come? Could he see what's going on in the Ukraine today? Hitler's death camps. Did he hear the cries of enslaved persons crossing the Atlantic? or children separated from their parents at the Mexican border? Did he experience Anna's shame at my silence while I let my classmates mock her for her looks? Did he feel the sting of the hateful things I spoke so unthinkingly to my mother years ago? When we say Christ died for our sins, we profess not only that Jesus takes on the pain, that human beings have inflicted on one another through the centuries, but also that he suffers alongside us. Jesus extends his arms in solidarity to those wounded by the world's injustice. Jesus embraces the downtrodden and the injured and calls them his friends. This is not to say that Holy Week is an illustration of some brutal cosmic sacrificial offering whereby a cruel God could only be satisfied by a guiltless offering. God Good Friday is not meant to satisfy any such design. Instead, Christ crucified demonstrates the depth of God's love for us, his family. To The sinful, the crucified Christ gives us hope, as he said to the thief who repents at the last, this day I say to you, you will be with me in paradise. To those who believe themselves upright, the events of today remind us to take care, lest we fall. Even Judas, after all, communed with our Savior before he betrayed him to all this. And to the doubtful, Good Friday offers us hope that none of our questions are too clever or challenging for an honest answer. After all, we worship the Son of Man who also questioned, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Of course, Holy Week does not encapsulate the full mystery of the life and ministry of the incarnate God. The story does not end on Calvary or the sepulcher. The mystery of the cross is not to be reduced to mere compassion, as if God's only answer to the world's hurt is to say, I feel your pain. I think sometimes in our therapeutic culture, we can be lulled into believing empathy is the only answer to the heartache of the human condition. Empathy is good, but empathy without hope is only commiseration. Jesus also offers us good news, an empty tomb, and the promise of life renewed. But today, let us pause before we speak of hope and resurrection. And consider the depth of God's love for us, that Jesus offered his life with all these things and with us upon his heart. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. This episode was produced by St. Mark's Episcopal Church with special thanks to our band led by Cameron Deason Hammond It's 5 o'clock somewhere so join us every Sunday for the 5 o'clock service at St. Mark's 3816 Bel Air Boulevard in Houston, Texas or visit us online at stmarks-houston.org stmarks-houston.org